Pitch Invasion episode number 10 and a lot to talk about, a lot to touch on as far as this week is concerned but before I do let you know what we are going to be speaking about, let me remind you who I am, Loazi Izikubu, back like Bafana Bafana's ambitions in the AFCON qualifiers. Yes, and I'm Kola Makwaza. We are all in for Bafana this time and uh, six goals, you can't go wrong. <laughs> anyway, my name is Ameka Nyadike and I'm wondering where all the crowd went to. <laughs> That's a very good uh, Look, question. Looks like Bafana only scores goals. You must have not seen the, 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 the torrential downpour no, sco- the score goes, on right? the field and the weathers as well. When there's when, when there 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 rain on both sides, when there, when the there heavens are, and the goals when are raining. When there are fans, they don't score goals. So maybe maybe then the trick is to not have fans and to play every so. game behind closed doors, I think so. which is becoming quite a thing in South African football. But uh, let's quickly remind you then on what we are going to be touching on. You've heard the two gentlemen have a go about Bafana. Bafana, Nigeria also in the picture. AFCON qualifiers at large and what happened uh, over the last couple of days as far as that road to Cameroon is concerned. We're also going to be touching on South Africa and that long-vaunted, that much-vaunted, that long-debated goal drought that we just don't seem to get right. Perhaps Coach Dred Baxter has uh, shown us a trick or two as far as that is concerned. We'll touch on a bit of that. And uh, the once- well, the former world champions of 2014 continue to struggle. I'm not sure what's going on as far as German football is concerned. Uh, but uh, there's a lot to talk about with Maradona also having a say about Lionel Messi. It never quite sits well with me when Maradona has anything to say about Messi, but that's okay. There's a new coach uh, or player that has become a coach in world football, and uh, we know the player very well. Kola loves him very much. He probably still has a poster of him in his bedroom. <laughs> And a couple of transfer sort of rumors as well doing the rounds. And I see Manchester United once again featured heavily in that regard. But let's quickly go straight into international football, which has been holding the headlines. Sorry, Man United needs to buy results, not buy players. They might need to buy a coach as well. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, listen, listen. Just we won last time, so I think that's all that matters right now. No, no, you survived. survived. (laughs) That was was such a long time. (laughs) Great escape. It was such a long time. It was definitely a great escape. But let's go straight into international football. It's uh, what has been uh, sort of hogging the headlines over the past week or so. And uh, starting with the AFCON qualifiers, Ola. And as far as we we, we see, you know, the Bafana Nigeria group, and I think it's fair that we start there, fair to say that regardless of what does happen going into the last two games of the qualifiers, it's still Bafana and Nigeria that are likely to qualify. Look, it's looking likely this way, you know, uh, that Bafana or Nigeria, actually Bafana will top the group, right? Sorry, Amika. <laughs> you know, it's looking you know, likely. You, know, you, know how, you, know you don't how you, just score six goals and then all of a sudden you know you, you, you're say, not a candidate to You know top how you it. say something that you know, you know is a lie? It's a lie. <laughs> no. And you start looking around, you know. Look, Bafana has to, to still play Nigeria. So we'll where? See. Where are they playing Nigeria? Before before a stadium that we filled up with Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, um, it's an interesting group because it'll be it'll be a home game for Nigeria when when they, when when they come to Johannesburg. <laughs> Is that right? Okay, we'll see. I hope it rains that day because then no one will <laughs> be there no and we'll put Nigerians six past will, you. They will turn up there. Don't worry. Look, you know, looking at this group, um, Bafana. Th- this is an exciting time for Bafana Bafana because it's been a while since we've actually, you know put our foot on a group and yeah. actually uh, had a stranglehold on a group yeah. and you know the result against um, 
um, Libya was very disappointing mm. because that could have given us at least some breathing space heading yeah. into you the game. We got Hamad Fonil by Nigeria. Uh, that could have given us a <laughs> breathing space against Nigeria coming into the game, yeah. you know, if we had just put away our chances. And even on the weekend, you know, 6-0 is honestly not a reflection of the game. Bafana, honestly... We, this could have been the first time I would have seen double digits in national colors. That game could have been no, could have been twelve. I, I think that you know the first half alone they probably should have you know closed that game out. Easy five and, nil, easy. In you the know, first half. Uh, um, it just tells you that um, you know Bafana needs to change something about their game mm. because this was a game that you know the Seychelles just didn't have any. I, mean, I don't. I don't remember them having a shot on target, mm. but they were. They were. They were just there for the taking, they, and, they, and, they, 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 and they didn't take it. So um, it's it's a reflection of the overall mentality of the South African players, especially from the league down to mm. you know that they, they 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 put more premium on showing off. Unfortunately for them, there was there was no crowd to to cheer them. <laughs> Maybe they would have forgotten no, that they no had to score. I think the, the rain also did it, uh, did a good job. No, I, no, I can imagine if Bafana were four 0 up, and there was fans, dry. Yeah, they, were they, they would have been showing yeah. us showing us all of, all of those things. And you know, one player that needs to watch it is Percy Tau. Um, he's gone. He's no longer a South Africa based player. He's based, based in Europe now, and he needs to change his mentality. There were just too many. Yes, he had a hand in some of the goals. He, his link up play was good, but several times when he's just there, he has to do the simple thing. But he always wants to do some kind of you know. He's back extra, home, and then yeah. all of a sudden, just change. So he needs he needs to because he is one player that has. The, he has the power to be. The world is actually watching. Exactly, he's not, the one. Once you're an international, right, yeah. and you're in Europe. Uh, scouts all over the world are watching you because I now mean, he is he, on the paper. He needs, he is, he he needs on the, these reps yeah. under his belt, yeah. you know, yes. for his visa and, and in the UK. And all these things help, you know, your goals, your man of the match performances. So he also honestly needs to watch every single game that he, he plays for He could have scored a hard trick in, the, in this game. Perhaps should have. Um, should have, yeah. easily. I mean, you saw with Salah scored from a corner, the whole yeah. world was nuts. Yeah. But they were playing Swaziland, mm. right? Oh, no, sorry, we have to be politically correct now. Eswatin, right? They were playing Eswatin. He scored from a corner. The whole world went nuts. Now imagine if Percy Tau scores a hat-trick. That gets somebody in Brighton's attention to say, yeah. okay, guys, we, we might need to look into getting this guy up quickly. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, you know, reward in actually putting in a, a good performance uh, when you're playing for your country, irrespective of who you're playing. That's very true. It is very true. But uh, I think if you look at the overall picture, Fana will be happy, as Ola you did mention. Uh, I think South African football will be very happy that that a game where we were expected to win, we haven't done this in a long time as South Africa, a game where we expect to win and win well, we do exactly that. So no, I think I think it's I think it's great for yeah. for South African football and also for Africa because mm. you know we want to see South Africa at Afcon. Um, it's one so of the you can no, it, and get points not really. It's it's one of the the the, the countries in Africa which we're former great chefs. league, great league, um, you know, great quality, mm. and you know, also from a an economic uh, point of view, you want to see South Africa, you want to see Kenya, mm. um, because then you know you, you spread the the goodies around the game, uh, you know, across the continent. You, you want to see Zambia, you want to see Zimbabwe, mm. because these they got are a good result. These are countries. Yes. These are countries which. With, with, you know, with, with massive populations mm. and so much talent. And if they don't qualify for these tournaments, then, you know, it, you, you don't get too, too much opportunities yeah. for the players to show themselves. I know that there's Chan as well. But when you see, I was watching the game between DRC and Zimbabwe and, you know, the, the crowd there was just unbelievable. Uh, simply unbelievable. So, um, and, and in talking about crowd all over the continent, yeah. you know, we had games where, 
you know, you you just saw something that was missing in Africa, something that we haven't been able to to milk, which I'm, is I'm, I'm which is the passion, yeah. the passion of the of the African fans. That, that was why, you know, for me, for me, watching the South Africa game, I know there was rain and everything, mm. but you know, it was just so painful to mm. see, you know, all the other games, full house, and then suddenly with with uh, South Africa versus Seychelles. You mentioned. The Zimbabwe's and the, and the Zambia's and how they've fared. Let's just quickly go back though to Nigeria, South Africa. Okay, so I think we're building up to now that big Nigeria, South, South Africa, Nigeria game that will be coming up in the qualifiers. And if 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 Imika, if you were if you had to choose, which camp would you rather be in at the moment? Which which of the two sides do you think is 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 heading in the right direction, as it were? I, I mean, Nigeria is just taking momentum from the World Cup into mm-hmm. these qualifiers, and you know the fact that. Certain players are, are, are out now. They've brought in a, a lot of fresh young, young, yeah. young talent into that team. And you look at the players they have on the bench. In fact, there was a time they should, they should, the players who were not dressed for the, for this last game. And you just find that there's so much talent. You can't say the same about Bafana. Mm. You know, although, uh, we, we can't. although, no, I mean, I'm saying, yes, there's a lot of, yeah, Dolly was out. there's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, good players coming into, yeah. into Bafana. But I'm saying that the difference with Nigeria players is that these are players who are already, in Europe, mm. established. Established. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, like this, this Henry, Henry Onyekuru is. Um, he came on and set up the last goal. He's signed by Everton already. Mm. And like like uh, Persitao, he's loaned out to, uh, <laughs> to to club in Turkey. But he's taking his moment. Yeah. And you know, trying to 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 um, you know uh, play. There was a left back that came on Collins, who you know no one had heard of. Suddenly he comes in and so, he solves so, the problem. So for you, Nigeria are, are better placed, going building up to that they, big South African. They, they are, you okay. know, they are. That's, and, that's, uh, no, 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 no. The, the moment you are top of any group, you are better placed than anybody. Yeah. Okay, let's just get that straight. I'm sorry, Amika, we are top of the group. Um, the, the way I see it is this, right? Um, I, I think when Nigeria come to South Africa, okay. They have a point to prove a score to settle because they lost at home. But guess what? We have a point and a score to settle ourselves because mm. we are in a position whereby we can top the group and also stamp our authority going into Cameroon next day to say, mm. you know what? We beat one of the perennial contenders twice, mm. home and away. So there's a lot at stake for Bafan as well. And, and given the result at Seychelles, Maybe we could also just hold out for a draw and then, <laughs> that, you know, we, we could also point the bus. We, might we don't have to, to win. <laughs> the result against Seychelles, right? If it goes our way. But when Nigeria do come here, right? Having, let's say, we beat Seychelles comfortably, <laughs> we don't have to go all out of fence. Nigeria, 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 listen, listen, you and I can say whatever we want to say. When when both sets of players step onto on the field, yeah. there's a lot more at stake than <laughs> than trying to play out for a for a draw. So just watch that. Mm. Uh, for me, you know, personally, I think I'm kind of invested in both teams, yeah. and, I, and I'd love to see both teams go to the, go yeah. to the Afcon. But um, you know, I think we should also look at mm. at you know Kenya and Ethiopia. These are like neighbors, Zimbabwe and, as well. and they haven't. I'm just saying this was a game. If, if there's one or two games. In the last one week, that I'll say just defines what is missing in Africa. It was Kenya versus Ethiopia. It was full house on both games, mm. and it was you know so much riding on it. Kenya hasn't been to Afcon since 2004. Mm. Ethiopia, I mean, they, they've won it the years. I mean, in the very beginning, yeah, long yeah. long before any of us were, were born. But 
you know, we've, we've always seen that Ethiopia, whether they are winning or not, you find Ethiopian fans when they came for AFCON here in 2013. They, they came they, in mess. They were, they, they had bosses. I don't know how they, they did it. The distance. Masses. I was asking myself, what is the distance between Ethiopia and South Africa? Because they came with. I will not forget that. And they, they came, came with boss dressed, dressed and. They came in and a you know, I went to. Like Mardi Gras. Yeah, I went to, to Nelspray and Rustenburg. And Ethiopian fans, they were just all over the all place. The, they were yeah. in malls. They were all over the place. I, I don't even know. I think they were like. You know, I need to compare them to Argentine fans. When you go to Buenos Aires oh, and yeah, find yeah. fans of River Plate, and, and or you find Argentine fans in Brazil during the World Cup finals of 2014, where they had so many fans in Copacabana, more fans in Copacabana <laughs> than you had in the stadium because they, could, they couldn't get tickets to the game. <laughs> so that's how Ethiopian fans yeah. were. So, you know, to see them churn out in that number, even when their team were, were losing, they were just still in their voices. It just says something about what are we not doing right in Africa about, about how we market our, our tournament yeah. because Zimbabwe fans as well they, they, they troop, I mean people talk about the economy of Zimbabwe but so many fans travel across there, yeah. across to the DRC so you know and just uh, riding on the back of that Zimbabwe that you've mentioned Ola from a, a southern African perspective seeing Zambia and, and, and Zimbabwe do so well as well is, is, is really encouraging you know what it's encouraging for two reasons one if you've got a PSL team of interest you can see where your team is like <laughs> <laughs> to scout their next place, quite frankly. Not mentioning any you know, teams. Not mentioning, not mentioning any teams, you know. But in a southern, I was actually impressed uh, with Zimbabwe. The celebration, by the way. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was crazy. That I, saw, was, I saw a photograph know. from this club <laughs> yes. and also from, from the national team, the exact same. You know, Zambia thought, you know, they were unlucky there in the yeah. end. You know, they slept and they let um, those goals go in, yeah. but they still played well. It's not easy traveling in Africa. It's I know, it says I, also Guinea-Bissau and Cape Verde. Mm. The, that their qualification for AFCON is not a fluke yeah. in, in, in no, recent yeah. past because yeah. they I don't give very lost but they've kind of stepped up mm. and, and, and then one themselves. thing you know with, with Zambia that team that came from winning winning the Kosafa um, um, Cup oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the 20s and then they went to, to the World to the World Cup Loazi was covering that uh, World Cup oh, yes and, it was uh, under 20 Inoku Mwepu and Mwepu Fashion Sakala there's another boys. one man I just forget his name yes. but there's, there's, there's at but least three or four of them Mwepu is uh, if he if he continues like this he's mm. going to be a superstar going to end up in one of the I've big clubs I've got my eye on Fashion Sakala yeah. when I Sakala, saw Sakala, him Sakala, Sakala I think he couldn't, couldn't travel to this game because his mom, no, he, his mom, yeah. was, his oh, mom was injured yeah. Yeah. So I know was, was, his mom was sick I, I think. know he was on the Manchester squad in the first game yeah. there were some things that he did in that game that mm. I just said to myself this kid no, he's, he's extremely he's amazing. got so much there's, there's another one who plays with Moku at uh, Salzburg. I just I remember his name now. Uh, Patson Daka. Yeah, yes, Daka. Yes, yes, Daka. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Those kids, those, those guys have got a fantastic group of young 20, 21-year-olds coming through. And I'm really happy to see that they already, you know, sort of stepped into the national setup. And they played a huge role, I remember, as well, in that win against Algeria in the, I think it was a World Cup qualifiers. Yes. Uh, they played a big yes, role in that. I think, I think they, were, they were unlucky. They, they, they were, they were yeah. unlucky that they lost the first first game mm. of the qualifiers to Nigeria yeah. before they actually brought in those young yeah. stars. Yeah. They, they finished that campaign, like, they pushed Nigeria yeah. to, the, to the brink. And the one thing that I... I would like to see is they qualify for Afcon and mm. we see how how that impacts them in terms of their yeah. development. But yeah. just they, they just to end off on this, right? 
the, the Zambia module, Nigeria have been doing this for years, so I, I won't even touch on them. I know that this is what they're good at. Yeah. But I'm looking at the Zambia model specifically, and I hope Safa, Bafana, Bafana, PSL have a look at this. Mm. Because that Zambian under-20 team, I think half of that team now, yeah, is, they, 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 that's half of yeah, their national of team. Their national and, team. you know, they, they're waiting. Some of them are waiting in the wings to yeah. get into that national team. So the transition is there. Mm. And those players have gone abroad. I mean, the Ndaka and, uh, and um, Mwepu, they're playing for yeah. Salzburg, you know, yeah. they're one step away from the other red um, Leipzig in their parent clubs, right, in um, Germany, Leipzig, yeah. right? So you can see the transition where those players mm. are going. So my point is, for our younger players in South Africa, that under-17, under-20 setup, right, we need to make sure that we blood a lot of these guys in the national mm. setup because I can't see any other situation whereby these guys are going to play. Yeah. You know, the guys that are 20 now, where else are they going to play? You have, sometimes you have to just shove them in. Mm. If we find out that maybe our a veteran is injured or so forth, shove, shove in the 20-year-old, shove in the 19-year-old. Rivaldo Kutsia, to me, I thought was going to be the lightning rod yeah. for, you know, a lot of teenagers even coming into the Bafana setup yeah. or younger players. And, you know, it, it hasn't panned out, you know. I mean, look, I, yes, injuries have... Lucia, I, Luciano Singh, I know, had a... Mm. I thought he's a very good oh, player. Oh, uh, Luther, 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 Luther Singh. Is it Luther, yes, Luther yes, Singh, yes, sorry. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know, I thought, you know, yeah. he'd be, you know, in the stable, in the mm. Bafana team. I know he's been in and out. So we have to make sure we nurture these guys, keep them in the setup. Want to witness the world's best football league from a front row seat? Supersport puts you front and center for all the scintillating action of the Premier League, La Liga, UEFA Champions League, the new UEFA Nations League, APSA Premiership, and now the Serie A. Follow the stars in every game that matters, live in HD. The 2018-19 season, it's front row football on Supersport. We're going to move on to... Again, I think it's just another nail in, in, in the, 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 the coffin of German football. I'm not too sure what's going on there, but I think I know exactly where the issue might be. Ivica, oh, no. Germany, don't, don't the national team, demand shaft, what's going on there? I, I think that, look, um, Joachim Lowe has done well for Germany. But it's time for and, and it looks like it's time for them to... to yeah, they've just extended his make, deal. I know, I know they have. They have terrible but, decisions. But you know, I you know what, what I find really shocking is... Um, he went to the Comfort Cup with uh, almost a new team. Yeah. And that seemed to signal that they've got a lot of strength in depth. Yeah. Mm. You know, somewhere along the line, I think he got it all wrong in terms of how to match his top performance and, and those, those youngsters. And then, you know, beyond the World Cup, there just seems to be that, that drag. It's almost like the team has reached, you yeah. know, that point where they need to try and refresh either the methods or whatever. Because yeah. I'll tell you something about Germany. Um, Germany is one team that between uh, the start of the World Cup, when, when, they, when they had their first national team, and in, in the 30s all the way to, I think, maybe 20, the year 2000, mm. Germany had only six coaches. Oh, wait, so they, they only had six coaches? They only, only had six coaches. Because they had, mm. they had Seb um, Hatzberger, 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 I think that was his name. He was there for 18 years. They had him for a long time because yeah. he was there before the World War and then after, mm. afterwards. And then, you know, they got broken into two countries, but it was, I mean, you take more West Germany into, yeah. into Germany. And then along the line, you know, even post that era, they had Jupp Terval, I think that was his name, and then um, Betty Vox. Sorry, after 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 Jupp Terval, 
then there was um, there was Franz Beckenbauer uh, mm. from '86, '86, '90. We got to two finals, and then Betty Vox took over. Vox had been in the under 21s, mm. so you know Germany has this structure. Uh, Vox had been there, and then. Uh, Vox left and uh, I think it was Rudy Vola who came on yeah, Vola and then Vola was there briefly Klinsmann came on and then Joachim Lowe so even if you add to, to that um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's more than 10 coaches they've had so you know and if you look at Germany's performance um, over the years they've you know Brazil has won more World Cup but Germany has been to more finals yeah. which means that you know from a performance point of view they haven't really had they've been very consistent but you know the way this team has has worked with with from Klinsmann all the way to Joachim Lo, yeah. there just seems to be that that there has to be that point where they need to try something else. Do you think they've hit a wall? They basically, hit a wall I, somehow I think I think achieve. I think the talent is there, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Um, but I think they've reached a point because what they achieved in Brazil in, in 2014, it was so phenomenal in how they, you know blew everyone out of the mm. out of the park and then continued after that all the way to the Confed Cup. There there just seems to be that that need for them to maybe try yeah, something try and change. Uh, did did we did we maybe miss a, a trick in, 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 in realizing that they, it they might it might be time as far as the, the I guess the big uh, international football tournaments as far as Germany's concerned did we miss a trick in not maybe scrutinizing a bit more the performance at Euro 2016 you know to be honest with you I honestly thought uh, from okay at Euro 2016 mm. I thought they were probably going to let go of him mm. I was a bit 50-50 but I was fully you know all in that we, after the World Cup we all thought they, I thought they were going to win Euro 2016 they lost on yeah. penalties remember right I thought after uh, the World Euro Cup 2016? yeah, yeah, yeah they penalties. lost on penalties but I thought after the World Cup right that would be it yeah. with Yo, uh, Joachim Lowe he'd done Look, everything pretty much as he needed to be honest I think yes they've hit a wall because yeah. you know there's only so many tactics with the same sort of players yeah. that Joachim Lowe can uh, only come up with because as much as he tried different players in mm. Confit, how many of the starting lineup are still you know of those players in the yeah. Confit are actually in the Germany yeah. not many maybe I think two or so yeah. right so it, it's not like he's changed the team so I don't think he's changed much in the way of preparation, mm. tactics, and so forth. So coach, other coaches get paid too, guys. Yeah. So they've had film, <laughs> they've had time to uh, have a look at Yo and look at his tactics, look at his formations. Thomas Muller is still Thomas Muller. Chris is still Chris, yeah. you know. So people figure you out. And the longer I think a coach stays at a national setup, which is the same thing that Didier Deschamps is going to go through now because he's won the World Cup. Mm. He had a chance to win the Euros, okay? The players the now... Yeah. The, the France team now, they are no new players coming they're young, the wing, right? They're young, they're young, yeah. but, but there are no new, there are no new players coming no into the wing. So eventually, people will figure Mbappe yeah. out. People have figured Pogba out, right? People will figure Kante out. People will figure Griezmann out. Griezmann has been figured out internationally, as far as I'm concerned. So the longer you stay as a coach, right? Because you don't have these guys on a week-to-week basis, yeah. it's very hard to adjust and change there. So you give other coaches time. If I know I'm playing Germany in three months' time, mm. I've got three months to prepare, to prepare and I've got three months to scout the players yeah. that I need to, you know, deal with them, which is what the Netherlands did. Have we not, have we not, have we not seen, or are we not getting or at a point, and this is just a question, uh, where we, we've, we've seen that you know, national teams have got their cycles, you know, just like with, with clubs as well. Uh, 
yes, 2008 to 2012 was a glorious period. Uh, we saw Spain playing amazing football. They literally changed the landscape of the game. Uh, 2012 to 2014 was meant to be Argentina's time. Yes, they got to three finals. They, they, had they won the three finals, we'd talk a different story. Then Germany came in. But would you say, because Chile beat them in, in finals back-to-back and they got to... And they get to the okay, they got almost to the semi-finals for the loss of Brazil quarterfinals. I think they lost to Brazil in the Copa. No, in the World Cup in 20... 2014. 2014. No, that's Germany. Final. 2010. You mean. No, no, I mean Chile. Oh, Chile. Oh, Chile. Yes, 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 yes. 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 So I'm saying that. So they, they had a good uh, circle. You were talking about Argentina. I'm saying yes. that even Chile could lay claim to. The, the, yes, why, 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 yeah. I don't, why I don't uh, say Chile is that Chile. It was in their period in the sense that in, in, in at no stage in that period was it they are the favourites to win. They uh, were the greatest underdogs, but they weren't... The it was favorites. Uruguay had the same yes. thing in the 2010 World Cup. Exactly. They went on to win the Copa America. Yeah. And then, you Whereas know, Argentina, in each tournament they went well in, in during that period, they were favourites to win it. Yes. So, You're in that right. sense, it was the Argentine cycle. Germany's cycle came in, and now it's done. And now... Let's be honest. France is 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 the most exciting international team in world football. I'm not sold on France, and I'll tell you why. Angola, you might not be sold on them, but let's let's look at the results. These guys are producing results. They're producing performances. You know why? I'll tell you why I'm not sold on France. Mm. Okay, because you know I I cannot leave out Euro 2016 for me. Right, I I just can't get it out of. Oh, they were in the finals. Right? They were in the finals at home sh- on penalty. And, and they should have won. No, 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 no. Remember, Ed scored the late goal, and um, um, I just saw he came back for the first time. Yeah, for the first then. time since uh, <laughs> he scored that goal. Remember, Ronaldo limped out injured in the first half. Then they got beaten. He so came back to the Portugal for me, squad for the When I look at France time. and I says France, okay, <laughs> and even in this World Cup coming in, yeah. right. Their group wasn't the most challenging of groups. They made it hard for themselves. The best game that France played, um, to be quite honest with you, was, was probably against Argentina. A limping Argentina. Right? A limping yeah. Argentina yeah. at that. And then, you know, they played Croatia in the final. That was always going to be a they, talent. They have, yeah. they have two World right? Cup badges. I understand that. And understand on, both, that. on both occasions, I understand that. France has won the World Cup on the only two occasions that they've been pragmatic. Mm. All the other times, let me tell you, I haven't, I mean, I watched the videos from 58. They had used Fontaine, who scored 13 goals. Mm. Whereas in 98, they didn't even... They had all the strikers. Henry, everybody, they didn't weren't scoring goals. In fact, Bunch. it took defenders. Mm. I mean, uh, Laurent Blanc and and uh, Turan, who scored... Uh, Lilian Turan scored three against goals. Croatia, yeah. yeah, they two scored three goals. And Croatia. then Zidane from midfield scored two goals. With this team in this World Cup, the strikers also... I mean, Giroud didn't score. Um, uh, Griezmann, Griezmann was, you know, few and Fabi, I mean, showing up uh, Mbappe for all the hype. How many goals did he score? The point with France is when they've been pragmatic, they've 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 won something. Whereas, um, if you go back to their finest moments in '84 when they won the the Euros. Platini scored like nine goals in that in that tournament. And you, had, you, had you Euro 2000, France were lights out. Euro 2000. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. When was the last time a team won a major international, was a world uh, a, a tournament by not being pragmatic? Maybe that Euro 2000 France team. Oh, um, Germany were not. They were. Out. I mean, they, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't pragmatic, but they weren't uh, sort of. Uh, lights out going forward either. They they, they just had a, a oh, great how about overall Port- game. Uh, how about Portugal? When? Euro 2016. Were they... No. 
No. I'm not not with not with drawing all your games. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I, I think actually, you know, I, I think you could look at the '98 Brazil side. Yeah. Right. Maybe that was um, the last time. Yes. You saw. Sorry. 2002. I, sorry, Brazil. I, I actually made a mistake. I, I I didn't want to say Portugal. I meant to say the Brazil '98 team. No. Right? Okay. Uh, uh, 2002 <laughs> team. Right. Yeah. Yes, Brazil 2002, 2002 team. Yes. Right. In, were, in, in they, Korea. Yeah. They right. were really they, coming they were, in. That on, was the team. They on the front and at the end, yeah, they did. They that was the team. Right. 2002 Korea. Euro 2000. I thought France were lights out. Yeah. I think Spain in the Euro 2000. Euro 2012. Oh yes, 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 yes. 2008. Spain. Do you, th- do you think 2008 Spain was yes. more? Because that Euro 2008, they, they were on the back of Barcelona, uh, right? Yes, that's true. And I think that Euro 2008 Spain, um, they were coming in the back of Barcelona success, mm. Xavi Iniesta and Busquets holding that midfield. I think the 2008 uh, Spain team, mm. you know, was is up there. The 2012 team? The 2012 team, I think, you know... Um, Winning the final 4-0? Yes, yeah. When you win the final four, yeah, you're not, beating yeah. Italy four. Yeah, no, that, that was a shocker for me. <laughs> that was a shocker. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think any of us really did expect that to come. But uh, that's, uh, it's, 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 I mean, as, as much as we love international football, and I think every fan will agree with me, I'm just really glad that we are going straight back into uh, league football uh, coming up over the weekend. But we'll have a chat about that and a bit more when we come back. Don't go away.